Hi everyone, my name is M. Hollister Graves from the United Kingdom, and I would like to welcome you to the Romantic Truth Podcast. Please be advised that the content of the show is for adults 18 and over. And now, here's your host, Zhaozhen. Hi everyone, Jocelyn with you here, Romantic Truth Las Vegas. Now some of you have asked, um, how long did you date? Some of you haven't been listening to the show long enough. I had been out on the dating scene for 30 plus years. I started getting out there in the 80s, through the 90s, through the 2000s. Got a chance to see a lot, got a chance to experience a lot. I hope that answers your question. Now, I looked at a statistic on Healthline.com. 48% of women have sex with a man after several dates, meaning more than about three or four. 38% of women have sex with a man from the first to the third date. We're going to talk about these categories and what the symbolism means. Based on my 30 plus years experience only. I can't go by what you've experienced or anything like that. Unless you write in or leave a message on the show. My experience with the, we used to call them three downs. These were women that you would date, and they'd want three dates for sex. With three downs, what that meant was the first date was to get to know you, the second date was to get comfortable with you, the third date was to have sex. Now, here's the key. A lot of women would want to do this if they didn't want to have children, but they wanted to get that urge met, and they didn't want to just get a random. So what that meant was she'd ask for a commitment before you had sex on the third date. Now, what that commitment entailed was that you guys were going to be exclusive. Meaning that if she liked the dick, she was going to come back. But here's the catch. What you would see a lot of times is that on the third date, She'd ask for the commitment. You'd have the sex. And then afterwards, what she would do then is slow the momentum of the relationship down by saying something to the effect of, well, I don't want this relationship to be based on sex. We need to get to know each other a little bit better. But what it really was about, it was about that battle she has inside of herself between her desires and her morality. She doesn't want to be perceived as loose or easy. So by asking for a commitment of sorts, it slows things down a little bit. Makes things a little bit more palatable. So now, what does this mean overall? It means that when she slows this thing down, she's going to be expected, she's expecting to be dated more, romance more, without the sexual component. 
see the sex that she's giving you after that third date, that third date on that third date, that's for her. She hadn't had dick in a while, that's for her. The justification is the commitment. Yeah, she wants you to enjoy it too, but it's mainly for her. And I'm going to tell you something, fellas. I'm not going to kid you. A lot of women were divorcees, were separated, got out of their relationships, and these women still, you know, value themselves. You will find that these women will be the ones that you will run into like this. And they're gonna give you some, I mean, it's gonna be some good pussy. Don't, 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 don't sleep. They're gonna throw everything at you but the kitchen sink. But what it is, it's all about them on that. And if you're a younger man and you ejaculate quickly and that kind of shit, oh, she'll be one to tell you, oh, don't come yet. Because it's all about her on that. Now, here's the other thing. The next time you have sex with a woman that's using this particular technique, it's going to be after a while where, again, her needs are now coming to bear once more. You've dated her a little bit more. you put more money into her. Not necessarily where she's monetarily driven, but there's more equity she sees as far as your investment, emotional investment in her. And what's going to happen is the sex is the sex is going to become a little bit more frequent until it gets to a point where it's normalized and it balances out, where she's no longer at that craving at that point like she was in the beginning when you first met her. It's going to level out a bit. Now, here's the other thing. The other women with the three down method, they approach her a lot different. These are usually women who are cheating on their boyfriends, cheating on their husbands, uh, in a bad relationship where they're revenge cheating. Everything is going to be abbreviated in this situation. She's not gonna really care about your background as much. She's not gonna really care so much about the romance. She's gonna be more direct. She may ask you direct questions like, so you live by yourself or you live with roommates? What's your work schedule like? She may give you some deterrence such as, well, you know, I'm married, I have a boyfriend, if she desires to do that. Most of them won't. What she's trying to do is to put you in the frame of mind that this is not going to be a permanent thing. We're going to do this, and it's going to be done. Now, women with the one and done will also do this too, where they'll just meet you that night, have sex with you that night, and that's it. But in this case, you will find that a lot of these women, they still don't want that stigma of being loose or a whore associated with them. So they will go with the three-step method. Now, when she has sex with you, that last, that 
that third date when she had sex with you? You're going to let it all hang out, but here's the thing that's going to be different. There's no pattern or routine associated with her. In other words, there's not going to be this romancing period. You're not going to have to go through that with her. It's like the next time you see her, it's more going to be about fucking than it's going to be about romancing and relationships. And you have to realize that's, your, that's going to be your role with a woman like that. She may not even tell you she's married. She may not even tell you she has a boyfriend. The one thing that she always wants to do with you is just get with you for her needs to be met. And that lasts as long as, as long as the interest is there between the two of them. So you see two different parallels here. The third one that you're going to deal with, possibly, with the three down method, it's going to be the woman who's trying to get pregnant, trying to start a family. She's going to try to get to know you a little bit. She's not even so much concerned on the second date about the chemistry. Usually with these women on the second date, they're talking about a future, a home, house, family, that kind of shit. Now, when she's taking you in that direction, she's laying down the framework for the third date, which is going to be about sex. Now, here's some things to keep, keep in mind. She may tell you, oh, you don't need to wear a condom. I got my tubes tied. You don't need to wear a condom. I got an IUD. You don't need to wear a condom. I'm on birth control. You don't need to wear a condom because I know my body very well and I know I can't get pregnant now. You don't need a condom because I've had the shots. Don't believe any of that shit. Wear your condom. Another thing you have to be mindful of. I had this shit happen to me and I walked out on a woman because of this. Condom firmly placed, I'm inside, we we doing good. And she's like, hold on, hold on, let me just adjust it a bit. And she's trying to get in another position, but what she was actually doing was leaning out enough so she could grab my manhood and slide the condom off. And she tried to be slick. And she slid it and it got to the head. But the rest of the condom was still in her. And she was trying to pull it out. And I said, wait a minute, what the hell are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. I said, no, no, we putting that back. No, you don't need to put that back. Oh, yeah, we do. No, 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 no. I said, well, I pulled the condom out of it, threw it in the trash, and left. And I didn't even go yet. But the whole thing was, I wasn't going to become a father. And that's what she was banking on. gotta watch that fellow so many men have become fathers and of course I got talked about like a dog by her oh you must be gay you walking out on some pussy blah 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 and I told her I said look it's cheaper for me to walk out that door for free right now than to pay your ass for 18 years child support for a kid that both you and I really wouldn't want right now 
Now my dick was mad at me. He said in the passenger seat, are you crazy, motherfucker? I said, look, I know what I'm doing. That's what you have to do sometimes. You gotta look out for self-preservation. That would have benefited her hell. I would have had a kid with a woman that I really didn't know that well. What good would that have done me? None. So that's the third one you have to watch out for. Now, the one and done. What is a one and done? A one and done is just like a one night stand except it's shorter. A one and done means that you meet a woman one night, you guys have the great idea of fucking, you go, you do it, and you go on. Now, one and dones can be done very quickly. I've seen them done at nightclubs where the guy would meet the woman on the dance floor, they get to dancing, she get to grinding on him. Before you know it, she's in that minivan in the parking lot. He goes, he hits it, they come back in, she gets another dude, she goes out in the minivan, bam, she's with him. Not uncommon. We already knew when we saw women driving up in minivans, especially if the windows were tinted in the back, we knew exactly what was going on. It was no secret. Yeah, on Craigslist, they used to have women that would drive around, mommies, driving around if they dropped their kids off to get ahead and get to get ahead and get some dick. Bet you, you weren't thinking about that shit, were you? I wouldn't either until I got aware of it. Let me tell you what else is crazy. With the one and done. These women will go places where there are a lot of men just for that to happen. And usually, fellas, watch these women. I'm not a fan of one and dones because a lot of times it's revenge cheating that's involved where her man has cheated on her, broke her heart, and so she's going to show up at the club with just a mini skirt on, no panties, and she's got all kind of guys running through her. Watch yourself. That can be very dangerous. All pussy's not good pussy. Not talking about the quality of the pussy. Talking about the quality of the woman associated with the pussy. You gotta remember somebody's attached to that vagina. And that's what can get you in more trouble than the vagina itself. Their agenda. Now, here's the other thing that you have to consider with this. With these one and done. Sometimes they'll bring their problems into the environment where you are, where you meet her. As I told you before, sometimes I'd be at the bar talking to the bartender. We get along. Woman comes in, beginning about her problems. A few minutes later, her man comes in, they're arguing. Dad tries to make a move on her, is trying to defend her, and then dig into a spat. Deal with that kind of shit. You know, it's like you gotta know when to get away from people. That's what you have to be mindful of. You gotta constantly watch 
if you deal in those kind of environments with those women. Oh, and by the way, don't think this just, happen, just happens in nightclubs. It happens in other environments. People are people no matter where they are. So don't think you're safe because you, oh, I live in so-and-so. These people that write into this show and that leave messages, they live in so-and-so community too. And shit happens there as well. Now, let's talk about the longer term date situation. The longest I've ever gone on a date with a woman as far as dating a woman before we had sex was 12 dates. And here's the thing I liked about it. It wasn't rushed. And it was a gradual thing. And I'll never forget, we worked on being friends, we went out. One time we went bowling, another time we went and I forgot what we did, shuffleboard or some shit you wanted to do. And it gradually built up and then I'll never forget around the 11th date, she wore this dress and she says, well, I hope you like it. I bought it just for you. I said, what do you mean you bought it just for me? She said, well, you described the kind of woman that you liked. And I wanted to make sure, and this dress was really popping. Plunging neckline. And the woman had the body to fit it. And she said, on our next date, you got to take it off of me. Okay. But what happened we had built ourselves up because we were really looking for a long-term relationship between the two of us. So it was a little bit different. But we had to lay foundation and all the rest. And things worked out pretty well for us. We dated for about, I think, three solid months after, I'm talking after our dating as far as being together as a couple, for about three months. And then got called up by a company and she had to relocate to Phoenix. She wanted to know, would you be willing to, I said, well, I'll fly down to see you, but moving to Phoenix, I can't do it. And we did that off and on for about a year. And by that time, she got old and boring. And we realized the relationship couldn't really advance because I would either have to move to Phoenix or she would have to move back to LA. But she wasn't going to move back to L.A. for a big-ass pay cut, that's for sure. But things materialized. It worked out very well. But that was the longest. On average, I would say five dates to seven dates. With Monica and I, shit. Hell, I can't remember. I think it was... This third, it was the third or fourth date. That shit was a life-altering experience. <laughs> that woman had demons, boy. Woof! Fellas, when a woman gets on top of you cowgirl style 
and she takes her hands and put it over your throat. She takes her left hand, put it over your throat, and she's got her right hand coupling her titty and she's sucking on her own nipple. Shit. <laughs> and you're laying there and then it's like your dick is just numb. It's just like, I'm just, uh, It's a whole different world, man. But now here's the thing. You'll find the longer, and what I found was that with older women, they want you to date them longer. Because see, older women already know some of the things to look for. Women that have been in relationships with more than one man in their lifetime. They know what to look for. And they're going to really test your mettle before they even think about it. But they got to get past the skepticism, the doubt, all of this stuff. But now once an older woman decides that she wants to sleep with you, rest your soul and take as many vitamins as you can. Because, see, she already knows her body. And she's going to fuck with a purpose. I mean, it's going to be an intention. But it's not so much like with some of the other women where it's going to be more like it's all about my agenda. They do it in such a way where... I ain't gonna lie to you, it's just like taking a flight. You know, and the flight attendants are telling you, oh, did you have a nice flight? It, 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 it's, it's a different experience. Because it's like the women care. Oh, and they talk to you while things are going on. And they adjust. And the cool thing about it with all the women especially, they usually have a routine as to how they treat their man. And they seem to go more for the coziness, the loving. So, fellas, if you don't like to cuddle after sex, Older women may not be the option for you. Now, there's some older women that just want to fucking get up and leave. A lot of them don't like attachment issues. They don't, I mean, they don't like being attached. They're more transactional. You run across some of those. But there are others. They, they look at having a relationship like having a home. It's not temporary. It's something that they want permanent. And it depends on the age of the woman, too. If she's in her 40s through her 50s, she's gonna fuck the dog shit out of you. In her 60s, you better get it while you can because sometimes they'll say, oh, you know what, I'm tired. They get tired real quickly, you know. I'm just saying. Hell, I went out with a lady one time here in Vegas. 
Shit, after she told me all the conditions she had, fibromyalgia and all, she made up a whole bunch of shit. A lot of shit I heard on TV. When they said, oh, the side effects are this and that. I'm like, well, God damn. Why are you even on a date? Your ass should be at a hospital. You should be at UMC. Why didn't you tell me this shit when we were talking before we actually met? i tell you what was wrong with me. I had glaucoma. And she was the one that suggested, oh, we should go out and have drinks. Only for us to get to the establishment. And she's got this miniature city of pills and pill bottles where she can't drink any alcohol. Well, you the one that said that we should go to a bar and... Yeah, but I can't drink. Well, I thought you, you want, well... You may run across that. Those that are in relationships that are married, now, another reason why a lot of these ladies will prolong the whole thing too is because they're in a relationship to see if they found a better deal with you. So what they want to do is to stretch it out and see how long they can stretch it before you start to lose interest. And this is one of the things that is like an iron in the fire for some ladies because they're trying to see how far they could stretch the relationship without sleeping with you before you lose interest in them, especially if she's interested in you. So she's gonna stretch it. The question is how long and how far. I look at it this way. In my opinion on If I can't sleep with you, before we marry or get engaged, I don't need to be with you. Fellas, don't ever get with the, any woman that you haven't touched her up and in the bed. For you ladies, same thing. Because some of you lie to men all the time. Oh, honey, you were great. You know that was some subpar dick. Lying to yourself and lying to that man like that. And then you get mad when he cheats on your ass because now you've inflated his ego and he think he's master dick and he's going out there fucking other women because of a lie you perpetrated. And what's the first thing you tell him when you're mad at him? Oh, you got a little dick. Oh, the dick wasn't all that. Why now people don't say that shit when their mouth is arched open and the damn eyes are rolling up. Say anything when you're mad. I never forget when my friend and his wife got into an argument one night. He was messing around with another woman and I told him, another woman he was messing around with, she wasn't even close, couldn't hold a candle to his wife. But, he liked the sleazy women that he could control. 
And when she called her, she said, you purple hemorrhoid heaven motherfucker. When she called him that, I was done. I was done. She put an image in my head I never wanted to even. She called him a purple hemorrhoid heaven motherfucker. When I heard that, <laughs> the bartender dropped, I don't know how many drinks. That shit was funny. And he was so embarrassed, he didn't know what to do. When I saw the woman he was cheating with, I'm like, damn, dude. You could have gone on social media and closed your eyes and picked somebody better than her. But that was on him. That's what he wanted. That's what he wanted. Reason I stress again, guys, get the woman of the physical bill you want and then look for the characteristics within her that you need. That's vital. A lot of you guys, you know damn well you walk down the aisle and you engage women that you know damn well you don't want to fuck, but you just gonna, I'm gonna hit it anyway because it's, it's here. You might as well get somebody that you lust after, so in that way, shit. She come in there with some booty shorts on one day, and she's like, what you looking at? <laughs> Bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> I had to turn on the fan, folks, so if you hear noise in the background, that's what it is. It's probably loud as hell, and I do apologize. But these are some of the things that happen that we have to um, look at and have to digest at times. Now, another thing about these people with the long dates, these long daters, believe it or not, they seem to be a little bit more structured, stable, and accountable. So you don't run across a lot of drama with them. There's no emergency for the most part where, oh, you know, I, I, I gotta find a place to stay. Or I gotta find this or that. It's not even an issue. Not an issue. All right, let me go into the mailbag here from Clarence. And Clarence is out of Annapolis, Maryland. He writes the following. I'm 65 years old. I'm on a fixed income. I met a lady on our time. And she's telling me that I need to measure up to her standards and make the kind of money she makes. She's 67. And she's bragging about bringing home $5,500 a month. Tax free. Well, sir... I will tell you this much. She's probably receiving a pension from her ex-husband or something. You already know if you go into that relationship, you're gonna be at a disadvantage and being that she has financial superiority over you, she's gonna use that like a whip. No bueno. 
I wouldn't even give her the time of day on that. Okay, you're on a fixed income. Big wolf. There are a lot of women in your age bracket that are on fixed incomes. Not uncommon. Because you look at it, even the money that you put away for your pension, a lot of times you have to spend some money out of that. You still got to pay 20% on your retirement, on your retirement fund anyway, to the federal government. Not to mention the state that you live in, you got to pay state taxes on that money. You know, I had a friend of mine recently just retired, and he drew down his 401k. He had planned on going on a trip. He was telling me he was going to Iceland and a few other countries he wanted to go to. Well, he just found out he had a termite infestation in his house. And he's got to put a new roof on his home. So now, a good portion of that money he's got to spend on his home. And he said, you know, first thing I'm going to do is get this fixed and I'm selling the house. He said, because I already see where this is going. Like, well, yeah. Because what you have to realize is that after you retire, uh, the cost of living still goes up. And you're still outpaced. So you gotta have a plan as to how you're gonna survive during that period. Sir, the only thing I would tell you there in Annapolis, Maryland, pass her up and move on. Find somebody that's on your level. That's it. She's still trying to act like she's young. Doing that. You know, it's ironic because I have a friend of mine that thinks that same way about women. This friend of mine makes over 100K a year. And he doesn't even look at another woman that doesn't make at least 100K. You find them. But you look at $100,000 now, like I told you before, it meant something years ago now. That's roommate money in D.C., New York, and Chicago, and California. Let's go on here. Kerry writes the following. I've listened to your show now for three months. Pretty interesting guy. Some of the things you talk about I never really thought about. I'm glad you've made some clarity on some things. I do have a question because I'm dealing with a situation now that's kind of out of hand. This guy that I started dating about three weeks ago has gotten to the point now where he's sitting in the parking lot when I get home from work. This is creeping me out. I've talked to him about it before, but he's telling me that apparently I don't care about him because I'm trying to show. He's got here, but I'm trying to show that I don't want to be around him all the time. Is there anything that I can do in order to get the message to him without hurting his feelings? He's very sensitive. He's already cried twice at my doorstep. Um, restraining order. <laughs> he's doing too much. He's, he's putting on too much. He's love bombing you. He's doing too much too soon. 
it's not going to stop. It's going to intensify. Now, here's the thing that he has a problem with. You might want to let him listen to the show. You might want to just give him the link to the show because, sir, I'm going to tell you this on her behalf because she probably wouldn't tell you. What it comes down to here, you're doing too much. You're crowding her. You're going to lose her if you keep doing what you do. Back off a bit. Hopefully that'll get through. If that doesn't, and he continues it, and he's harassing you, you can call property management at your facility, I guess, and leave a note with security about this guy. Keep your eyes open, I'm telling you. Sheena writes the following out of Chicago, Illinois. Question. Hope you can give me a quick answer on this. Coworker has been making a pass at me for the last two months. I really like him a lot, but I know good and well if I go and make a move on him, it'll be all over the workplace. How should I handle this? We work together right now, but in a couple of months, we're supposed to work in different departments. Should we exchange numbers now or what? I don't think you should trust him on that level yet. I'll tell you what. Apparently you like him. Let's see what your company policy is about fraternizing on the job. If you're gonna make a move, I will wait till I left the company. But I know that's not possible because more than likely what you're going to wind up doing is making a move on him while you're working there. If you're going to do that, or if you guys are going to make a move on each other, do it after you guys have gotten into different departments. Because I'm telling you, once it becomes obvious, everybody in the workplace is going to know and they're going to add their two cents on it. And your relationship is going to go from you guys liking each other to you guys getting married and having a baby. Somebody's going to always put their special touch on it to make it more than it is. So, that's what I would do with that. I personally wouldn't get involved in an inter-office relationship because, like most women will tell men, they won't date the guy because they already know how much he makes. There's no mystery there. She knows too much about it. You see, this is the nexus for some women to go out and find a guy as opposed to dating her friend or the good guy or the guy that she's known for a while. She wants the mystery and intrigue of reading a new book, flipping through a new chapter, a new guy. A lot of men, women miss out on good men that way. And by the way, fellas, those of you who have been that good friend and had to crush on your female friend, but she has never kind of alluded to you being with her, quit waiting. She's only going to come back to you if she's dead broke on her ass, emotionally and financially, and she's desperate. 
If she's already bypassed you once, she's deliberately, deliberately bypassing you because she doesn't see you in the light of being her man. And there's nothing you can do to change it. There's not a thing you can do to change it. It has to be a mutual thing. I had a friend of mine one time, she just told me straight up. She said, you know, I like you a lot, and I never tried to make a move on her. She never tried to make a move on me. But that one night she told me straight up, she says, I like you a lot. And I think we should maybe fool around and just see what it would feel like to be with each other. And we did, I tore that ass up. <laughs> I tore her ass up. I don't even think she had anything left. And of course, after we hit our little rock, she said, well, I hope this didn't ruin our friendship. I said, no, I don't think it did. I know it didn't because the next night, her ass was back over the apartment again. You know, we probably need to stop because we're going to get too carried away with this. Yeah, I think we will too. I think we need to stop. Following night, she was over again. Cognitive dissonance at its best. And then she really had to cut it off. She's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. She said, I'm getting too comfortable. And I know this is going to ruin our friendship. I said, yeah, I think so, too. And she took off her dress, and we did it again. You know, we really need to stop this. And yet she unzipping my pants. I'm like, look. The whole time, what am I doing? Placating her and patronizing her. Yeah, we need to stop it like you said. But you're still pushing everything forward, so I'm not going to stop you. Then finally she moved out of Orange County and she said, well, I guess we won't be seeing each other that often anymore. No, we won't. When are you coming out to Riverside? She ain't coming out to Riverside for a while. Well, I'll be in LA. Okay. Sometimes you get mixed messages like that, fellas. They'll say you want to be friends and shit, and she'll try to go and put up the safeguards, and steadily she's going forward. And as I told you before, if you're on a date with a woman and you guys are getting real close, and then she's always moving your hand away, tell her, stop. And then she'll take your hand and put it right back where you had it. You might want to just start look. Should I just move my hands and keep my hands away from that? Because the way it's going now, I don't want a rape charge. I don't want you calling, telling the police that I groped you or something like that. So I'll just keep my hands to myself. Now see, some of them will play that petty kick game. And you don't know when they'll turn serious on you and say, You insulted me. Don't put yourself in that position, fellas. Another thing, guys, is you have to be mindful of if she's in a relationship or married. 
and you get caught by her man with her if you get caught in bed with a woman that's married or with a boyfriend uh, don't be surprised if she goes and lies and say that you had sex with her unconsensually she's trying to save her own ass I'm just telling you married woman, a woman in a committed relationship she ain't worth fucking around with. Too many risks. And you gotta remember one thing about many of them. Now there's some that will not lie to you. Because I've had some married women just tell me straight up, yeah, I'm married, so what? My husband's not here, but I am. I don't deal with married women. Then they'll hit you with something to try to punk you. Oh, so you discriminate. Yeah, you can call it that. So you mean to tell me you're going to pass a fine? Are you damn straight I am? You got a contract with somebody else that's legal. I ain't fucking with you. Go back to your man. Because you never know when she's slipping up. Because see, women that are cheating on their men will always tell you what the man won't do. But what she's telling you is what the man won't do to her. She's not telling you what the man won't do to you. See the difference? Oh, he never comes here. And if he does, he ain't going to do nothing. He ain't going to do nothing to you. You don't know what that man's going to do to that other man. Another thing too, expect her to lie about something, and it's usually something important. I'm just telling you that, fellas. Understand that if she's deceiving her husband or lover or whatever to be with you, there's probably a lie been told somewhere. And don't forget, just like she lied to somebody she's married to or with, it's a piece of cake to lie to you. It's a piece of cake to do that to you. Now, some of you single guys will run across single women that only date married men or men in a relationship. No matter what you do, these women will never take you seriously. And the reason for that is many times they've been burned too badly by, by single men. And they're going with the security of a married man because he makes more money statistically. And plus he has a wife, so she can have her autonomy and still be with him. So she's not looking for someone that she has to be more committed to. You have a lot of women out there that say they want commitment, 
but you have a lot of them that want commitment from you, but they don't want to commit to you. They want it skewed a bit. No, your allegiance is to me. I don't have to have allegiance to you. There's some that take that approach. There are others that look for exclusivity. Now, one other thing that you'll find with the three down arrangement would be women that are looking for friends with benefits. And as I told you before, friends with benefits means that if she chooses that term for the relationship, she's not looking for marriage, she's not looking for anything serious. She's looking for sex, companionship, because she's got her feelers out for somebody that's better than you. She wants someone different from you. You're a scratch pad for her as far as sex, dates, romance, all that shit. You're a test drive for her. Because everything that she learns and discovers with you, she's gonna practice it with the new guy that she's gonna go out and get. Now what happens also is this, the transition period. She meets a new guy that she really likes, but she's been screwing you for a while. You guys been hanging out and doing all this kind of shit. What's gonna happen then is, she's gonna sleep with you while she's still dating this guy and hadn't slept with him yet. Because she's gotta figure him out first, figure if he's trustworthy, committed, all that shit. Now, when she starts sleeping with him, she's gonna cut it off with you before she starts sleeping with him. Someone will, some won't. Now, some women will wait a little while before they start sleeping with the new guy because of the fact that they're making sure that they're making the right decision. They don't want to get caught between two men. Now others, on the other hand, will go and make the dick comparison and the experience comparison. So she gets with new dude. New dude may have the money, the job, and all the rest of the stuff, but he's horrible in bed. Now, she may want you to still hang around to get the goodies while this is going on so she can be fulfilled. Most women won't do that. Most women, in turn, will just go and end the relationship with you. Now, I talk about monkey brains, meaning that things don't work out with him, she wants to be able to come back to you. One thing I advise you not to do, don't put your life on hold for her. Yeah, we, we need to just see other people. Okay. When a woman tells me that first thing, I said, we're going to see other people, but here's the thing, I'm never going to see you. Huh, what do you mean? Those other women, they take priority over you because you just gave up your priority. But, that's it. Gave up your place in line. 
gonna sit there and count money. We need to see other people. But we can still be friends, and if things don't work out, we, you know, we can still probably go out and hang out. Mm-mm. Nope. Because what that means is that I'm rewarding you for putting me on hold and making me waste my time waiting on you. I don't see any benefit in that for me. Mm -mm. Another thing, fellas, when a woman gets you into a friends with benefits situation, and she's telling you not to get serious about her and not, you know, you guys are just casually together. Uh, if she starts to flex and try to become possessive, please remind her of the words that she told you in the beginning about you guys are not supposed to get serious about each other. But I don't want you seeing anybody else. All right, well... If that's the case, then we're going to be exclusive. So, are you seeing? Will you be seeing anyone else? No. Hold her to that. So, if you catch your ass with anyone else, it's ended. Don't even try to fight for it. Don't even argue with her. None of that shit. There's no need to. See, women are always at the benefit of getting another man very quickly and very easily. Beyonce said in that song, getting another you in a minute. She wasn't lying. They could do that. So what you have to remember, fellas, is that you have value too. And you're not gonna sit around and wait. I'll never forget lady wanted me to wait for her to end the relationship and she's like well yeah yeah I, I'm gonna take your number now uh, yeah just wait for me before I don't want you talking to anybody else and we we you know I just got to end this thing right quick with my boyfriend and she actually sat there and thought I was gonna wait I said I can't waiting for nobody well no no it's, it's not gonna be long it's not gonna be long to this day I never heard from that woman again the hell I was gonna wait. Shit. Keep in mind, fellas, women don't wait for you to get your shit together, do they? So why should you wait when they don't have theirs together? Don't put yourself in those awkward ass situations. You don't have to. But see, as men, we do a lot of dumb shit. We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography.
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor or any of its affiliates. The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal, marital, or family, counseling, or for professional practice purposes. In the event for professional assistance, please contact the local licensed professional family counselor, marriage counselor or social services professional in your region. If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth podcast under waiver. Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie poodles and a rat terrier as the security detail. Please be advised that the content of this podcast is under copyright by Romantic Truth and James Adams.